Now, you did hear Deb mention the gender pay gap with Meg O'Neill, and that was what was under the microscope today when Workplace Gender Equality Agency released their findings today. I'm going to call them WGEA in a moment. Now, well... There have been major leaps and bounds in the area of workplace equality. We're not at the point of parity yet. Now, according to WGEA, the median pay gap for base salaries of businesses with 100 or more employees was at 14.5%, jumping to 19% when you add in bonuses, overtime and allowances. Now, the median female salary came in at just over 68000 against the median male salary, which is just under $80,000 a year. So if you're a woman making your way up in the corporate world, you might need a bit of support in pushing towards the top. That's where an operation like Work 180 comes in. It's a jobs platform working with companies on their policies aimed at attracting and retaining more women. The co-founder and CEO of Work 180 is Gemma Lloyd, and I'm delighted to welcome her to Money News on this Tuesday evening. Gemma, welcome to the show. Thanks, Scott. Gemma, first to the stats from today's WGEA report. I'm, I'm getting away with that by saying it a bit cheekily. Uh, it's clear that there are some discrepancies across industries, but are we headed in the right direction? Well, we are, but very, very slowly. So progress is not moving fast enough, which is exactly why we need something like this initiative to bring transparency and accountability to employers. When you say the word accountability, what do employers really have to do? They need to understand where the gaps are. So that would be an analysis across their organisation to work out where the concentrations of higher paid roles are. So typically that's going to be more men in leadership positions, um, more men in technical roles and women in lower paid roles within their organisations. Then from there, they can work out their action plan. So that might be career development opportunities. It might be making sure that they're recruiting and hiring more women into leadership or higher paying roles. There also may be a like-for-like like gap in some instances, although, of course, that's illegal to do so, but we certainly have come across that. Uh, Gemma, you've just looked at women in the workplace in your What Women Want report. Did the finding in the match with what the WGEA has what was being said? Yeah, well, 86% of respondents to our What Women Want survey said they want to know what employers are actually doing to close their gender pay gaps. And this was particularly true for our Generation Z workers, so those born in the late 1990s, early 2000s. They actually listed pay transparency as the number one thing that they needed to apply for jobs with employers. So women have really got their eye on now which employers are taking this seriously and doing the right thing. So we've seen this transparency today and, and more to come down the track, but is that enough? Um, I'm not sure it's enough just yet. I want okay. to see companies put their money where their mouth is um, before I'm going to say that, that this is enough. Today has been a step forward, there's no doubt, but we're actually going to see that pay gap pay gap get bigger next year because this year they didn't take into account CEO salaries and 78% of CEOs in Australia are male. So that gap's going to get wider next year. But I think the CEO of Macquarie is the highest paid CEO in Australia and that's a female. So that, that, might, that is a woman. That, yeah, that, that could mean a bit of a difference, but you're right. I'm glad they're going to have full disclosure, which is something that we'll report heavily on Money News. But a lot of your respondents were happy 
to stay with the company as long as they were working towards a better future. Now, were you surprised surprised yeah. by that response? No, I'm not. I think people are generally quite pragmatic and we know that there's a pay gap which stems from, you know, years gone by. So it's about understanding what it is. But as long as that company is taking those proactive steps and making sure that their actions meet their words, people will, you know, stay with that employer. It's it's when the employers become defensive or, or bury the issue that it becomes an issue, a, a problem. So, so do your findings depend on age? Like, do younger women have different expectations of the workforce than previous generations? They do, absolutely. And we saw that come through with the report with the Generation Z workers. Um, with their number one thing they wanted to see from employers being pay transparency. Mm. And, and when you say pay transparency, that means that younger females are wanting to make sure they're on the same page as maybe the younger men. Yeah, that's right. We want to see, um, I say we, I'm not in Generation Z, unfortunately. but uh, we Nor am I. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, that's not my group. But uh, the Generation Z women um, want to see, you know, salary on job ads. They want to see the pay bands being transparent with employers once they've actually got the job. They want to make sure that employers have robust and transparent frameworks for allocating pay with their employees. Yes. Finally, Gemma, um, whenever any of us go to work, it's all about the dollars we're earning. But do flexible workplaces or hybrid working roles offset any of these figures? So um, people have said that they will prioritise flexible work options over and above top of the market salary. Three quarters of respondents actually uh, said that. However, you know, I don't believe that we should have to do that. But that is you know, what people would prioritise, yes. Isn't that interesting how the world's changed since COVID? And that must be very interesting for your workplace to see some of the hybrid models that some of your clients are engaging into. Yeah, absolutely. I think what's been troubling for me most recently, though, is the return to office mandates that we've seen some employers implement. These return to office mandates are going to impact predominantly women who have used that flexible work to also manage domestic duties and childcare and such. Yeah. Gemma Lloyd, CEO of Work 180, thank you so much for joining me on this Tuesday night on Money News. Thanks, Scott.